Hey, what's up, everybody? Hey, what's up? What's up? Welcome to the Lab, Lab Africa, Africa podcast. podcast. And I'm your host, Martinson. And I'm Judah Domino. So on this podcast, we share with you about life, art, and business, business. on this continent, and it's mostly geared towards our, the young African entrepreneurs and artists. Yeah. And sometimes we bring interesting stuff like relationship as well. <laughs> yes. So on this on this podcast. We invite, uh, we discuss with you about all of this, and we invite seasoned men and women um, yeah. who are experienced in the arts and the business of the, the continent. Yeah. yeah, and then they share with you their thoughts on different subjects that we discuss. So, if this is your first time, I believe you are the right place. Yes. So, keep listening, and then don't forget to share with your friends as well. Yeah. We are excited to share with you that today's episode is. The skills which are really important as you set out as, a, as an entrepreneur or on the journey of entrepreneurship. Yeah. So today we're going to be discussing skills every entrepreneur needs to acquire. Yes. Especially if you're an entrepreneur on this continent so that you could survive or blow up, scale up your business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's with excitement to let you know that our season is being sponsored. This season is being sponsored Yay! by Stylus Innovative Studios. So Stylus right. Innovative Studios is a storytelling brand, innovative studios based here in Accra, Ghana. Yep. And thanks to them, they're taking care of our audio, the video, lighting, the setup. Yeah. Um, so if you want to know more about Stylus Innovative Studios, then you can check them out on the Instagram, Stylus Innovative Studios GH, or on the website, www. StylusInnovativeStudios.com. Yes, and we're also sponsored by Traventure Experience. So they are your corporate traveling and team bonding experience service provider. Um, the only, the only company like that here in Ghana. And so they take care of uh, you know vacations and our uh, relaxations and all that. So yeah, you can check out Traventure Experience on TikTok. Um, what's the name? IG and all the Facebook and all that. So, before we get into the discussion, let's the intro roll. All right, Judah. Yeah. Um, I believe today's discussion is going to be based a lot on our own experiences as entrepreneurs. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's start with you. Um, what are some of the things you would like to share with our listeners, our audience? our community about some of the skills that the I think for me stuff. the first thing which I learned was effective communication okay and this communication is not a communication that we are taught in school with a communication 101 which is English language <laughs> there's a communication to clearly pass a message on and clearly understand the message which is being passed on so really listening to your clients and kind of like hearing seeing their vision and then being able to understand and ask questions so you can build on their vision to provide for them a good service so at the end of the day they can you know they can live their dream that's 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 the main goal and also being able to pass on a message for them to also understand and know what the policies and the terms and conditions and all these things lie so then you don't have a case whereby your client thought you would do something and then what you said was that maybe what's if all things being equal <laughs> something like that can happen but all things sometimes cannot be equal yeah so okay so yeah can you give us a, a bit of uh, like an example like a tip on how like what are some of the effective communication skills like a, a particular tip I will. Huh. 
for me, I, because, because maybe one of my clients may be listening, so I don't want to give out too much information. But it's, it's me telling you, like, yo, what is your budget? This and this and this and this and this is what you want. And I'm like, okay, fine. I'll provide this for you. But then I felt like the clients did not understand. And maybe I did not also push further to, to kind of like ask the client, yo, do you understand? Do you know the details of, like, are you sure this is what you want? Like, and everything. Because at the end of the client was like, yo, I wanted more than that. And I was like, no, this is what you signed up for. Because if you wanted more, then I would have charged you more for it. That's, this is what you signed up for. So in this situation, how, how do we go about it? Like, so, because you, you brought out the, yeah, the, the communication, the communication bit. bit. So in this situation, how do you clearly communicate such situation where the client know exactly what he's paying for and then when the client want more, you understand exactly where he or she is coming from, and yeah. you're on the same level. I think this is also where um, more effective communication comes in mm-hmm. because then both of you have to come to a middle ground. Okay. So it's explaining to the person, and sometimes it means breaking down your your itinerary or whatever details you have in your pricing and everything, breaking it down to communicate and say, you know what, to be frank with you, this is why I charge you this way. So now, if you want this, then we have to bump your your pricing up a little bit. Okay. How much you have to pay, you have to bump it up. So it is trying to make sure, and, and sometimes, you guys, and let me just chip in this, it's not every every client, sometimes it's not every front and back, you still have to go ahead and do it. Because sometimes it is, it is if there's something like a worse than a loss, sometimes some clients, when you take them on, it becomes worse than a loss. Like you get to lose a whole lot than just losing money. So sometimes you just have to make sure you communicate effectively and know when to part ways and when to still stay on track. Yeah, okay. I think that's what I learned from, yeah. from that. So uh, I remember uh, uh, joining this, um, this online class yeah. in uh, communication. And I think you've even shared that tip earlier on. But uh, uh, one of the things that was said was like being able to ask questions. And yes. so... When a client comes and then he or she says, okay, I want you to design a flyer with the colors red, orange, and blue. Then you ask. So I, for me, I, as a designer, would ask, do you want it red? Do you mean you want it red, yellow, and blue, uh, orange, and blue, like that? And then the person would say, yeah. Because sometimes they would say something, and then later on, it's like what you heard is not exactly what they said. Yeah. And it's, it's a bit confusing. Sometimes uh, it can be frustrating for you as an entrepreneur, as a service yeah. provider, or yeah, uh, someone selling something and then you've put it on there. So the entrepreneur uh, would have to like ask questions, be not afraid to ask questions, you yeah. know, and then hopefully get the client to repeat what they say yeah and then you note those things down and then you could also repeat back to them like this is what you said and yeah. so communication is very key and i <laughs> um, now you've shared some of it. let me share my a little bit i don't want to drag so much on communication but yeah. a practical example um was prior to scaling up my business you know as a designer as a filmmaker as a content creator um i was getting you know, client people come and I want you to do this for me. And, and excitement, I just jump on the project. Yeah. And then 
you design it and then they were like, no, this is, can you add this to it? Not that they don't like it. Well, oh, no, let's do it this way. Okay, now let's do it this way. Now let's do it. So before you realize at the end of the day, or at the end of the project, I've done more than I thought I was going to do. He gets it. Yeah. And it was because initially the communication wasn't made clear. And then, so like, if I, if I had been able to develop that skills earlier where I know exactly what my client want, and we stated clear in a, either in a very formal way, you know, that I sent him an email saying, oh, this is what you asked for, this is what you demanded, is, is, this what, is, this, is this what you mean? And then he or she will say, yes, this is what. So when I do it that way, and then he comes back for changes, I charge him extra for that. Yeah. And that is also communicated clear to the client, but I didn't do it like that. And so when I started doing like that, now it became, it's, I didn't, um, there was, it became a requirement that every project that I do, we needed to do what I call a diagnosis um, session where the client and I would sit down, discuss and understand his or her problem, challenges that yeah. they are having. I know them down and we talk, we, through that, we, we come up with a strategy, you know, and then I, I would define the strategy for it and then this is how we're going to solve this. Is this what you mean? Is this going to solve your problem? And by the end of the day, everything stated clearly. Yeah. You get it. And I, I noticed that uh, some clients would come and then when I described this is what we're going to do, they don't, no, 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 I don't want that. I want you to do what I'm saying. And then all those clients, when they come, I'm uh, very happy. I'm very happy to let them go. Yeah. And I've had a number of clients like that who come and then um, they want to tell you what they want you to do. And then I'm like, if you don't go through that session, I'm not doing this project. Yeah. I, I remember I had a one from Canada. You know, this client came up and they were like, okay, I want you to do this for this project. This project I was like, oh, that's nice. I'm excited to work with you. But we need to go through this particular session so that I understand exactly your problem. We, and then we come up with a strategy we know. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't happy with that. He wanted to tell me. So at the end of the day, I was very happy to let him go because in the, I, I don't want to commit myself. And then now I didn't, uh, by the time I'm submitting the projects, I feel, uh, how do you call it? Stressed, you know, True. drowned. I feel like I've been cheated. You know, that, I don't want that yeah, feeling they, anymore. I've been there before. The clients that they, they think they know more than you, yeah. but they cannot do their job. Yeah, but they think they know more than you. Yeah. Do. So now I, you 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 are <sighs> no more. I'm no more. Then I'm no more providing solution. I'm no. I've now become a hand through which they use to do whatever they want. Yeah. And, and that is not yeah. how entrepreneurship. You right. bring solution. Yeah, much same. But let's let's move. So apart from apart from communication, what's what's what skill have you? Yeah. You like picked up so far. Yeah, so communication, as we said, key. The next one, I would say, which is very important, is boldness. Yes. Or, uh, or I don't know whether I should say confidence, but you need that boldness. Yeah. Some will say the balls. All right. Because, um, so, especially in our context as Africans, as Ghanaians, you know, maybe yeah. the Afri Afri other African countries are different, but um, Ghanaians, we think being shy you know, being timid is being humble. You know, so it's not that. <laughs> so you know, when the clients come, you know, you are afraid to talk about you know, money. You are afraid to yeah. talk about, and in the way you even communicate, thinking you are being humble, like it doesn't instill confidence in the clients. You know, and then the co the clients don't feel confident that this project 
or this thing I'm buying from you would actually do what you are saying it's gonna do for me. Or you can even actually provide it. Yeah, or you can actually provide it. Yeah. You know, so boldness is is really needed. For, uh, so if you are really getting into entrepreneurship and you don't have the boldness, the confidence, that it probably not your thing. Yeah. You, you have to start to learn how to be confident. You have to either you you pay someone to train you to be confident. You should do that before you enter entrepreneurship because it's for those who have the big those those of you who are not watching me it's, i'm just waving my hand it's, i mean the balls <laughs> to have the big conversation like <laughs> you know so because now you have to be able to have that tough conversation when yeah. the clients come and then because there are some clients who are intimidating you know the way they will approach you and then they feel like they know what they're about and then they, you know they'll give you if you're not careful this client will take advantage of you if you're not careful those clients by the end of the day they've eaten your food if you're running a restaurant they've eaten your food for free and they didn't pay for it because yeah. you're timid or if you're running a service you've pro- you by the end of the day you realize that you provided your services for free and then you'll be hitting your head to the wall or like what have i done so you need to be uh you need to be bold you need to be confident and mine i suffered from that you know because like i'm saying when i said to the Ghanaian, being timid or shy is humility I suffer from that. So when clients come and then I'm afraid to charge them, how much are you going to charge? I was not confident about the charges and all of that. And then, you know, I kept being cheated and then I had to like, you know, like, no, this is coming to an end. <laughs> no yeah. way. And, and then I, I, um, since when I started, since the time I, did, I started developing my confidence in business, it became clear to my aud- my I say audience, my clients as well. So yeah. when they came and then I spoke boldly on what I'm capable of doing, the service I'm capable of rendering, and I took charge, like I was able to take charge of the conversation yes. and then stay how the conversation goes. Yeah. You know, most of the time they either if they are not happy, they're going to leave. But most of the time they're going to be like, okay, all right, let's do this and let's yeah. see. And most of the time, what I, one thing I found out is that even clients will ask you what do you think because mm-hmm. you're the expert so they like we because when you speak timid they tell you what they want and then they leave it yeah. but then there are some cases where because you've spoken boldly they're like oh please like because you sit down sometimes you can just sit down after you speak boldly you just sit down you watch them and you find that they're asking like so what do you think about this yeah then you're like okay so now which means your your presence and your confidence has created that space where okay we need to listen to this person what does he have to say to yeah. us Mm-hmm. and that's that's really important that's really yeah, key yeah yeah so boldness is really key i mean yeah. i think i w- um talking about the point i would i'll tie boldness to uh being able to charge you know mm. i'll put i'll i'll let them flow together because i was going to say the other skill you need to uh, learn is being able to being ask. able to ask right yes. being able to ask for that amount and you need to have that boldness to be able to take that next step to yeah. be able to ask for that amount of money um so africa the african client is different from any other clients i've known so when the my american clients when they come and then we discuss and i charge them this they know we discuss about, okay i'm going to charge you this for this and this and this, this, this. that is where the but the african that's where it ends but the African clients, when you charge them for this, this, and this, and this, they, after they paid, 
they want extra more yes <laughs> <laughs> you know you've though you've communicated this is how it's going to charge you're going to charge them and after you've they will like now before you were like they'll give you another call ah, i want you to add this and then yeah, and then now it becomes you know problematic you know charging more because now when you're charging more they feel like are you charging too much and then yeah so in the, f- the the for me my solution to that is as an entrepreneur you need to be able to charge uh, more or slightly more to the uh, how much you would initially like yeah. charge because they'll always request more than they need or the, the more than they paid for yeah okay um it might this might not apply to every business you do probably you are selling um cups and everybody knows that cup costs this much yeah. so but especially uh, i'm talking from the point of view where you know, i'm providing service yes right so i'm providing services and then um, probably the designing a pro- doing a project ui design or whatever i might charge let's say two thousand three thousand something like that but the client comes i might charge four thousand why because they will come and i'm like oh yeah can you add this and this this thing for you? And then the, you realize that even the limit cost. I like to also set um, um, timelines for projects. Yeah, which is key. Which is key, especially in my area of work. If you don't, those the, the project will stretch on forever, and then you may not be able to move on to the next project. Yeah. So if you, now before you realize, now clients are prolonging projects, and then it keeps going on, it keeps going on, and some of these things for me. It's like a buffer that kind of at the end of the day i don't feel like i've spent too much of my time i've given too much of my energy i've given too much of my skills to the client and then yeah. i've gotten just a little out of it a typical example of that was um, i was designing um i was i did this animation for um, a promotion one of the government agencies um, was doing so when they approached me for the for the project um they needed it as soon as possible because you know that their timelines they had so i was happy to take on the project so i was like okay if if you approach me and wanted it within this short period of time then i need to be able to also uh charge in case of any incidents within yeah. that so i was able to charge and then guess what the project prolonged beyond the timeline they set themselves mm. and then it wasn't because of my fault it was because after the project now they wanted to add more stuff to it which on the first in the first place i advise this isn't necessary and then this isn't the goal for this particular promotion yeah i mean i kept insisting that this is what you you came for and then they were like oh no don't worry don't worry and then they added to it that prolonged the project and then guess what at the end of the day when the the boss himself the one that who has to verify that okay everything is all right came we went back to the original plan oh goodness so <laughs> so i i it and i ended up doing um, uh, the, the project prolonged beyond the timeline we set and i did more work which wasn't even in the end added to the project oh. but then before then I had already ch- i had charged in such a way that with incidents like this happen i wouldn't feel like because it's a government agency and it, you know how it's difficult to add add more charges to the to their bill when you know stuff like that's going to be like ah you've already you've already given us your charge so why are you going to charge us more so after i charge and everything now 
this insect has perfect. So that's from that's my opinion. Like that, you should be able to. You should be bold, charge. You know, confidence charge, especially when you're dealing with your with African, you know, yeah. clients. For me to to because I don't want us to stretch this over and over. Um, for me, one thing to add on, one thing um, I've learned is the ability to keep learning. Mm-hmm. Because as an entrepreneur, like yo, sometimes you may you may end up trying to put two or three or four service providers together to, to you know, to undergo a project or to, mm-hmm. to serve a client. And then you realize that, like, you know, it will cost you more because sometimes you think your relationship with this person, so you price in a certain way based on your relationship, then your, your, your service provider is not available, so you need to go and talk to another service provider. And you realize that the, serv- the services cost more, so that they are running at a loss. So then you have to learn to, because perfect example, so for our lovers, uh, Valentine's Day experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so my client was like, "Yo, I want, I want to surprise my my partner. I want a balloon decoration and all that." Mm-hmm. So what do I do? Like I spoke to some what's the name service providers because the ones I saw and I spoke to, they gave me a prize. So I used that prize to you know charge charge the client, and then later on. Here I am, the client, the, the service provider is not available. Yeah. So now I'm speaking to another service provider and they're like, yo, it will cost you like three times more than what you charge. So what I have to do, I have to learn how to make balloon decors. <laughs> like, so that then my clients will be happy. So and at the end of the day, you did the decorations yourself. At the end of the day, I did the decorations <laughs> myself. And yo, thanks guys, but to say help. Like, it helped me like put, and that's the, that's the beauty of it, is being able to learn. Quickly. Yeah, Quickly, like you've been able making to. sure like you need this done, like yo, everything goes on hold. We learn this, we execute it, and then we just keep mo- we just keep moving on. Because yeah. at the end of the day, like I I can now see, you know, even if you want a balloon deco, I can I can do something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm talking about learning, I think it ties into the the next point I was going to dis- uh, share, which is being dynamic. Yes. And I think it's kind of similar to learning to improve yourself because yeah. you have to be dynamic in such a way that be able to step in in certain places that usually you wouldn't uh, yeah. find, a, a certain, find yourself doing certain things that you usually wouldn't be doing, you know. So, for example, you that was very dynamic to step in in the moment where now you couldn't afford an extra um, to pay someone else to do the, the creation. Now you have to step in yeah. to do that. And as an entrepreneur, you have to do it because starting off, most of the time, you might be doing everything by yourself. Oof, so everything. you need to be able to market, being able to come up with brilliant ideas, yeah. being able to source the service providers for those or for the vendors, or being able to source the manufacturers for those ideas, the right ones, you know. And at the end of the day, if you're not careful, you might be doing your own designing. True. <laughs> so True. you, you, you got to be very dynamic, you know, as an African entrepreneur. Uh, and then be able to quickly uh, pick up the slack where one is lacking, you know, yeah. in, in those areas. If not, um, you, you're you going to lose out because um, the competition is tough here. Okay. And and the I think I said that in, in our last episode that the African cl- uh, clients or the African buyer, when they are paying, when they are paying for a service or something, they're making sure they... They're, they're getting the utmost out of that uh, they are paying for. 
Yeah. So they're gonna stretch you. So if you if you're not gonna be dynamic and then step in in the moment before you realize you are, you've the money that you've already got, you've given everything away. You've you are at a loss. You are running yeah. at a loss because you know you're not being dynamic to step in in the places that you could do it yourself. Yeah. Um, one of the things I've learned as well is because um, I did that in my. It's not that I did that. It's happened in in the first few years of like really establishing myself yeah and my studio stylus innovative studios and then i realized that i was complaining about some of my clients and then i realized that i think i'm the clients who are reaching out to me are the are not my my type of clients i was actually yeah. looking for yeah <laughs> you know so i was complaining that this, oh, i had this client like that and i realized that no these are not my type of client and that showed me as well where uh, my brand was living what i mean by where my brand is living is so all these different types of client all these different type of people this demography they live in different areas so if you're going for if you want uh the most uh more if you want how do i put it uh numbers a lot of numbers coming to do this network probably I'll, i'll be on the uh Facebook and maybe TikTok and people who can easily come. Oh, do this particular. Do this. But the clients I'm working with, they don't. They don't do Facebook. They don't do uh, TikTok. True. They live in a different world. They True. Live, I'll probably find them on LinkedIn. You know. Yeah. I'll probably have to find them on professional platforms that I go to. So I realized that my brand was living in the wrong place. So now I was attracting different type of people, and then now I was complaining. So then I had to re- change the way I branded myself and now put it in a place where the right people will identify me. So I think in the end, it's just about how you brand yourself, how you put yourself out there as an entrepreneur. So, I mean, it turned out, I mean, this is one of the tips that I would probably share is like, where does your brand live yeah. uh, as an entrepreneur? You know, probably you are selling a... Uh, Lamborghini, you're selling sports cars, top sports cars, and then you keep getting people who buy Nissan coming to you and telling you <laughs> <laughs> your car is too expensive. Then you're, you're yeah. doing something wrong. Yeah, you get it. You know, you you're you're, you're marketing at the wrong place. You are you're trying to sell your your cars to the wrong people. So <laughs> that's that's what I'm gonna yeah. uh, add to that. And then hopefully now you'll be able to attract the right people with confidence show them that you're able to sell or provide the services that True. you know they are looking for and then charge being able to charge not being afraid to charge especially on this continent yeah where clients will stretch you but I, 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 please not not to cut you off but then i like people should understand not overcharging no no but it's like, not overcharging but like not. charging according to the stress level according to the to like Put all the factors in place. Your stress, the the time it has, to, it will take you, and then everything to execute plus the experience you have. Because mm-hmm. then they, all these things, even for an artist, all these things play in. Because if you're calling me to come perform at how do I call it the Ghana Music Awards, I'm not going to charge you like I will perform, like I I will I will charge you if I'm to perform at somebody's pub yeah. somewhere. Because then they, I need to prepare more for Ghana Music Awards. So I need to prepare more for. MTB's awards. Yeah. So then, and then they look at the person and look at the preparation that also needs to go into 
into the what's the name into the um, the thing yeah the the, the, simply put the higher the risk the higher you charge that's yeah because okay. some people after you work for them either <laughs> your name will go up or your name will drop yeah so, so the higher the risk the higher the the more you charge so that is simply put yeah so i, I mean we are not going to stretch it so much there's so many tips that we would like to share but these are just a few ones we shared so the these are the points we discussed communication yes. is key because if you miss out on that um you're gonna suffer so much people are going to take advantage of you or people are uh gonna say that's not what i asked for yes you know? and you're going to be like that's not how much i charge and then you're yes. going to be stressed so communication is key i talked about bold being bold being boldness yes. you know because when you are bold the comf- your clients will see it your clients will know it and then it also brings some kind of confidence yes. to them that yeah and I know your work guy. shows it. Yeah, yeah. Your work shows that you're confident. You know, yes. your work also shows your confidence. And then we talked about being able to charge. Yes. And then charge in such a way that you are comfortable even when things don't go as planned or yeah. as or when they begin to demand more. Yes. And then we talked about being able to learn. Yeah. So making sure like you're always learning, like you're always picking up a new skill here and there. Yeah. So that because times you may be found wanting at a certain particular time. But mm. the ability to learn and adjust. Yeah. And you said something about being flexible, dynamic, dynamic. You know. So that also ties in. So being able to, you know, wear all the hats, mm. because at some point you have to be a marketer. At some point you have to be, a, how do I call it, a designer. designer. At some point you have to be, you have to be your own. Even with regards to how you look and everything, your yeah. own, everything. Like you have to take care of yourself and yeah. and and others. Once you you get others to work in for you. Yeah so yeah. i think is that and it? then the last one is the fact that you need to make sure your brand yes where, in the right where your brand, brand lives where your brand lives so yes. put your brand in the right place so if you're hoping to attract high paying clients then figure out where do they live where do they you know communicate yes. linkedin or where are they on instagram or are they on facebook yeah. you know or they they come up in some of the zoom meetings and so that's you you figure out where your clients live and then that's where you put yourself if not you're going to be selling to the wrong people you'll be complaining that these people are cheap they're not cheap you are the one who is in the wrong thing so thanks so much yes. for spending your time listening to us watching us on our youtube channel um we would like to know more from you so if you want to get in touch communicate with us you can hit us up on our instagram yes so that's the lab africa podcast podcast on instagram and also on our YouTube channel, the same thing, the Lab Africa podcast. And then hit yeah. us up there. Those of you who are on Spotify, you are listening to us on Spotify. So there's there's some uh, questions and polls underneath as well that you could fill out and then also reach out and then get in touch. We'd like to hear your thoughts. We'd like to know from you that some of you, I mean, most African youth are entrepreneurs, right? Yeah, that's we all send something. Yeah. When you go to Facebook, it's full of people selling stuff. Yeah, so that's the whole reason why we're doing this. So we'd like to yeah. also know some of your tips, you know, or things that you think are entrepreneurial skills. That's how inter- you think the lessons you've learned so far. Yeah, sure. Know that. Yeah, yeah. that's too. Always do it as we always say. Let's make, make Africa, Africa great, great again. again. Peace.